0: Welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, episode 12. My name's Anna Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons, and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And today we're talking about demonic beings and your dreams, and how these energetic tricksters love to get inside our heads when they think that we're unaware of their intentions and their devilish dream tactics. But I'm onto to them and I'm going to share some signs and symptoms of dark dream interference and what I do about it. If you like the content of this podcast and you don't want to miss out on any future episodes, please subscribe and feel free to share with your friends so we can get the message out there about these paranormal pranksters that are in our environment. So let's get the diabolical dream dilemmas underway with an experience of mine from 2010, which I aptly named Fear Feeder Frenzy. Now, I came across what I call the fear feeders during my early house healing days. The fear feeders are a specific demonic level being who penetrates our minds and understands what triggers us emotionally. And if they get in your head, they can use this tactic to create their favourite food source, which is fear. Now, they don't always feed off fear. There are other emotional imprints that do attract them. And you'll see when we get into the story. So sometimes they will come into my dreams before I'm about to start a house clearing job or during the job to throw me off, and sometimes to frighten me away, but it never works. Seriously, I'm so immune to their tactics now that most of the time they've given up. But sometimes they'll show up in my dreams after a house clearing job, because they're annoyed at being removed from a client's home. Sometimes these energy beings don't like their habits being disrupted. They're just like people, really. Like, seriously, they are just like people. Now, fear isn't generally one of my emotional triggers. But graphic visions of suffering are. These visions profoundly affect me in those days, in my early days of the house clearing work. And these sneaky saboteurs knew it. These beings would wait until I was in a really deep sleep. And then they would implant visions of human trauma using the faces of people that I knew. And they would use gory images of massacre and torture in my dreams. And it sounds horrible, and it was. I mean, I look back at it now and I'm like, wow, these were some really, really horrific dreams these energy beings were attempting to corrupt my mental and emotional stability. And then they sit back and wait to get their nightly energetic feel of my traumatic emotional responses. And I'd often wake up many, many times during the night, sort of flailing around in the bed, getting tangled in the sheets, sweat pouring off me, Frantic thoughts running through my head, like, you know what it's like when you wake up in a nightmare. It is seriously horrible, and you just sometimes you just don't know where you are and what's going on. you're that disrupted in the mind and I knew these beings were about when my normally very passive dreams would suddenly change from calm and positive to seeing really horrific, torturous images in my mind, and I knew that these visions. Were not mine, but the fear feeders attempting to corrupt my energy and emotions. Now, how did I manage this? What I did was isn't is going to sound weird, but I learnt to be alert and aware in my dream state. It's really hard to describe. I suppose you would call it lucid dreaming, but it was as if I was awake. Within my dreams, or I was having a really nice, happy, wonderful dream and just letting it flow, and then all of a sudden it would change to something really horrible because I don't read horror books. I avoid horror movies with graphic violence. So I know it's not something that I've read, that I've um, seen on TV before I've come to bed. It's not like I'm going to bed with a pre planted image. Now, how did I manage this? So like I said before, I would kind of wake myself up and I got into the habit of saying out loud, this is not real. You don't frighten me. Go away. And I would repeat it. This is not real. You don't frighten me. Go away. And I would say it two or three times every time I got woken up. And I really had to toughen up In those days, and it was what a lesson I learned with those dark dream defiers. And seriously, they taught me how to be stronger, how to place boundaries, like serious boundaries around these beings coming into my bedroom. That's a story for another podcast episode is how to keep these beings out of your bedroom. They are a bit defiant because they can just go wherever they want, whenever they want. If the food source is there that they're looking for, so I had to find some ways to work around these beings and to manage that interaction with them. But anyway, that is a story for another episode. So from 2018 onwards, I trained myself to be non reactive to these detrimental dream drama intentions that they're trying to create. So, in the middle of the night, my statement would become "Oh, so you 're trying that one again. Look sorry, it just doesn't work don't bother me and I never repeated it. I seriously just said it so casually and so matter of fact and over time, the fear feeders simply gave up using this tactic because the horrible images no longer affected me. So I hope that story gave you some insight into how these entities use our dream state to affect our energy and our mental and emotional stability. So let's look at some ways to keep these devilish dream stalkers out of your sleepy nighttime state. It's all about doing it respectfully, because you don't want to add another level of annoyance. So give them respect, keep it calm. It's it's the way that you would deal with any bully. Okay, I used to work as a teacher assistant, so I was always hearing about tactics and ways to deal with bullies in the playground at school. So one of the ways was just to not give them what they want. So with these demonic beings you don't create the negative emotions that they want to feed off. You simply say to them, look you know what that just doesn't work on me anymore. Just please leave my house. Please leave my house and go elsewhere. You do it respectfully. They will give up because they're not getting what they want. And they're not going to hang around in a place where they're not getting their food source. So, many of these tactics I talked about in my story experience, but I've also got some others that you might be able to use. So, it's really important to be aware of what triggers you mentally and emotionally, whether negative personal interactions, TV or movie content, or say stress, worry, anxiety about something in your life, for example. Always consult your doctor or your mental health professional. If you find that the continual detrimental barrage of horrible dreams, horrible images, waking up in the middle of the night, it might, it might move on to insomnia. You really need to see a medical or a mental health professional to help you get some stability back in your life to help you understand some tactics to talk about what it is that you're actually seeing in these dreams they may very well be experiences from your early life that are coming up to be cleared and that's that's a really important point is that when these images come up to be cleared you need to work on them Otherwise, it's just a vicious cycle. And people just keep attracting these dark or demonic beings because they're pumping out this vibration of of sadness or loneliness or abandonment or regret or guilt. And until you work on that and you work through it and you find ways to manage it, these beings are going to keep coming back. Once you deal with it, they're like, eh, I'm just going to go elsewhere. She's got nothing for me anymore. You know, I don't attract anywhere near, anywhere near the number of dark or demonic beings to myself anymore because I've worked on my triggers. I'm not infallible. No one is. We're always going to be creating positive and negative emotions, but it's being aware of which ones trigger you the most because it's the emotional attachment to that, interaction or that situation or that person that creates the vibration of that emotion. And when they build up, that is when you're attracting the energetic feeders. So let's look at some other ways that you can avoid dealing with these dream interactors. So I already talked about these very vaguely. Learn to be non-reactive when going about your daily life, whether at home, work or socially. If you don't create the energetic food then these types of energy beings, they just won't bother you. They just won't. You know, I still see horrible images in movies. They're hard to avoid 100% of the time. What I do now is that I'm able to shut my eyes quick enough so that I miss at least 95% of the disturbing images that are being shown. The sounds don't bother me. Now, for some other people, It may be the audio, it may be the sounds of something that triggers you. This is where you've got to do the homework. You know, you've got to be aware. Now, some of the things people might like to do in a physical sense is that you can try spraying particular essential oils in your bedroom to help you relax, to help you get off to sleep and stay asleep. Some people like to sleep with crystals or other people will use prayer to ward off these dark and demonic beings. And each of these practices can raise your vibration, but from my experience, they won't completely keep the energy beings away. There's no shortcut to dealing with dark and demonic beings. There just isn't. You know, I've learned that, tried some of the shortcuts over the years, and it's like, no, none of this works. I've had no sleep tonight None of this has worked. Right, I have to deal with my issues. Now, one of the other things you can do is something I've already talked about, but I'm going to repeat myself because quite often people need to hear things more than once so that it sinks in. If you're woken by horrible dreams in the middle of the night, say out loud in a firm but respectful voice, this is not real, you don't frighten me please go away. And they're then aware that you're aware of them, if that makes sense. I'm not going to say that again because I'll just muck it up. But this on its on its own, just like with the crystals, the essential oils and the prayer, is not going to keep these beings away, but it is going to show them That you're not going to put up with their shenanigans. You are aware that they are there. You know, sometimes when I see them in the environment, I'll say to them, I see you, because I see these little flashes of light or this little sort of dark movement around the room where I work. And I'm like, oh, I see you. Just as a little bit of fun, a little bit of humor. And they're like, oh, off they go. Funny little things they are. So, paranormal interference, as I like to call it, actually brings our Deepest, darkest problems to the surface in a way that makes us deal with them. You know, because if we don't, they're just going to keep coming back again. Now, I learned that the hard way. And this is why I have created this podcast and my YouTube channel to educate others through my own personal experiences and some of my client based experiences. Things that you can do to be aware of, to take action, and to get these paranormal beings out of your life. Now, one last thing that I learnt was emotional detachment. And I did touch on this earlier. That helped me to cope with the horrific images that used to be shown to me in my dream state. So, you too can learn to be emotionally detached from these types of energetic attacks. Now, it doesn't mean that you aren't sensitive or empathetic. It just means you're putting down boundaries, like you're laying out the law. You do not want these paranormal beings in your personal space, whether it's your home, your car, your energy field. You know, they do not have the right to be there. But getting rid of them or keeping them at a distance, takes self-awareness, practice and resilience to master the detachment and then the consistency to keep doing it. Because you can't just keep them away once and like, yeah, you know, that's easy, that's done. Because the next time you create a build-up of something, they're going to come back again. Like Seriously, they do not give up. We have to be one step ahead of them all the time. So in episode 13, we're talking demonic beings and objects affected with negative energetic imprints. And Elizabeth has sent in a story about a green chair that she bought into her home and the big secret that it held. And boy, did we have an interesting experience Clearing that chair, and I will share exactly what I found in that chair so you'll get an idea about what people leave behind in or on objects. And I'm also going to share an interesting experience that I had with a deck of tarot cards that were inhabited by some rather nasty dark beings that had dastardly intentions. So thank you for joining me today. And don't forget to send me your paranormal questions and stories you'd love to share with the world. You can email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website and I've left the web address in the description box. I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember, Life is perfectly paranormal.